What's going on out there, my people? How y'all doing today? It's your boy TJ, and welcome to another episode of The Soapbox. First off, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I don't know what time of the day it is. I don't know where you're at. I don't even know what you got going on. But I just appreciate the fact that you're loving and supporting the movement. Man, is there so much going on in the world right now. And there's no greater time to keep pushing towards elevating who we are and how we think and feel. So, with no further ado, let's jump into the episode. All right, so before we really get deep into this episode, I want to go ahead and correct something. I spoke to one of the guys that listens to the podcast religiously and a great supporter, good guy. I really appreciate the support. And he pointed out an error that I made in the Freedom episode. Um, I have to correct the fact that I stated that September the 16th was the Mexican Day of Freedom but I called it Cinco de Mayo. That is actually the wrong day. All right. So I want to go ahead and correct that now. Uh, I am not above correction. I am not above error. I do want people to have the proper information anytime you listen to anything that I'm a part of. So for the facts to be correct, September the 16th is the day that Mexico celebrates their freedom. However, that is not Cinco de Mayo. All right. So now that we're past that, um, this week's episode is a continuation in the series that we started last week. Last week, uh, we started a new series and we're calling that The New You. And the first episode was discussing your value, you know, how much you're valuable, how to uh, feel like and understand that you are of value in everything uh, in life and also how to build your worth, which directly relates to your value. So from here on, we're going to talk about ways to augment that worth, to augment that value, to tweak the idea of you moving forward and building a new identity for yourself. And this week's episode is probably one of the most important ones because we are going to talk about a word that people truly don't understand, and that is success. This week's episode is called Success is Earned and Not Given. Now, we really, really need to approach the idea of success from a different perspective than probably the last 20, 30 years, all right? The reason why is because what we have done since I was a child, and really it started more so when I was a teenager, is that we have begun to develop this false ideology about success and effort, okay? The biggest mistake that we ever made was this idea that everybody gets a trophy. This whole constellation prize that is being peddled to our children is not a good thing. I know I've got uh, four boys and a little girl, and I've watched three of my boys take part in recreation ball and other competitive sports. And at the lower levels, a lot of times what will happen is, is that a child will participate in one of the leagues, and they'll go through the whole league and they'll play. And then at the very end of the league, when they have their championship, everybody gets a trophy after the 
the season is over. That is a bad practice. One thing that we have to recognize and we have to within ourselves and we also have to present to other people is that in life there are winners and there are losers and that is reality. We do not need to continue to to push people out into a world believing that just because they participate that that's all that's necessary. No. Success doesn't come from simply participating. Success comes from a drive to be beyond the norm. Success comes from a willingness inside of yourself to achieve that which you have set your mind to or things that people have said you will never do. Think about this. Think about all of the greats that you know of, whether it's any any field that you can think of, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, surgery, anything. Think about it. As a matter of fact, think about your own job. Think about the individuals who have achieved the most. And see, we're going to elaborate on that because there's a difference in actually accomplishing something and just looking like you're doing something. All right. There's two different things, but look at the individuals who have actually accomplished things. Those are individuals, I would dare say, that have the idea of success they have the formula it's embedded in them because they're not just settling for the norm they want more and they go after it and that's a key factor so if we want to get away from this culture of entitlement that has been presented to this generation then we have to strip away this idea that it is simply good enough for you to participate that is not the avenue to success But before we can even get there, we have to understand that there are three avenues for success. The first avenue is the gift, all right? Because sometimes people give you success. For instance, let's say you needed a car. As a matter of fact, I know plenty of times in my life now, raising children, where my sons have expressed the want, the longing to go places. My oldest son in particular, because of course he's the older son and he has grown into a situation where he needs to move around job wise, uh, female wise, different things. All right. Well, what we have done is we have gifted our son with a car. He didn't work for it. He didn't go and buy it with his own money. We purchased it. We put it on our insurance. We gave it to him. That is a gift. Did my son succeed in that era? Yes, of course he did. In that moment in time, my son succeeded because we gave him that which he wanted. But that's a gift. That is not sustained success. One of the reasons why is because when people give you stuff, you didn't work for it. You don't know what it feels like to have grasped that with your own hand. What you did was you accepted something that came from someone else. So unless you respect it to a level that is beyond your own work, then you're not really going to appreciate it the way that you should. I see it all the time in my own household. We give my children stuff all the time. Toys, games, phones, computers and you can tell by the way that they take care of these items that they are simply gifts that someone gave them and not something that they actually worked to get so 
A gift is the first avenue to success, and it is also the weakest avenue to success. Now, the second avenue to success is the purchase because in life a lot of things are brought simply because someone has the ability to buy them they may not have worked for them at all they may not have even worked for the money how many times in your life have you heard of people that have inherited money from someone passing away and then they turn around and take that money and they go and they purchase items that they would have never gotten had they not had that money. How many times have you in your life known of people who have purchased status? They didn't work for it. They didn't climb a ladder. But because they had monetary value, they were able to pay for a position in a situation. Those are individuals who have utilized the ability to purchase success. Honestly, in a lot of ways, it happens all the time in politics. So many times, great politicians, people who actually have our best interest in mind, never even get a chance to be that person simply because they don't have the money to purchase what's needed they don't have the ability to catapult themselves into a higher level simply because they don't have the financial backing think about it how do you feel about the fact that every president that you have known in the modern era has raised money for their campaign honestly they don't even get to come in front of you if their monetary value doesn't meet a certain standard. Just think about that. You don't even get to hear the opinion of someone who could possibly run the entire country if they don't have enough money to meet the landmark to qualify for you to hear them. They can't go on television and be a part of a debate because they didn't reach a certain money level. Not that they're issues matter not that their frame of mind matters not that their opinion matters but the amount of money that they were able to raise is the standard so yes not only can success be gifted but as we can see on a regular basis success can be purchased however that is also a weak level of success in the bible there is a verse that states that if a man doesn't work he doesn't eat the most potent the strongest the most durable pathway to success is to earn it now a lot of people might think they may have earned some of their money throughout their years somebody dies and gives them an inheritance you may feel like you've earned that but in all honesty earning something means you put your hands out there and you work towards it when you get up every day and you go to your job and you bust your behind to work Every day, you earned your paycheck. That's not a participation paycheck. And the reason why I say that is, is because any company that's worth their weight is not going to allow you to come to work every day and not do anything for long. Eventually, they're going to kick you out the door. You may last for a few months, but truth be told, eventually they're going to rock you on out the door and they'll put somebody else in your position that is willing to work for their compensation think about people like well just recently we watched uh, a whole 10 
episode series on Michael Jordan. It's called The Last Dance, if you haven't checked it out. It's actually a really good watch. But I want you to think about something for those of you that have seen it. Regardless of how you feel about Michael Jordan, regardless of how you feel about his personality, the one thing that you cannot take away from Michael Jordan is that every level of success that he has, he earned. It wasn't given to him. He didn't purchase it. He worked for it. If you want to be the best baseball player, that means that you need to eat, sleep, live, breathe baseball. You need to make that a part of your daily operation. I'm a piano player. I listen to a lot of guys on YouTube. I've paid to be a part of some services to kind of assist in me learning new new tricks, new playing techniques. One of the major elements of any advancement that any of these guys talk about is that if you want to be a good piano player, then you have to practice. You have to do that that you want to be good at you can't just wake up one day and all of a sudden you're a success you don't wake up one day and you're the best it doesn't work like that in my lifetime i have seen very few people that have been excellent without effort that is not the norm so we have to strip this idea away from people that they can just be good and you're not good because people say you are You're good because you're good. If you have to tell the world how great you are, then that means you're not great. Because the world should see your goodness. The world should see your effort, your success, without you having to talk about it. I tell people all the time, if you want to find out just how self-centered a person is, have a conversation with them and see how long it takes before they actually start talking about themselves. That's a wonderful gauge at how deeply self-rooted and self-centered people are. But you cannot be successful if you will not allow the idea in your head that you need to grow. So we want to make sure that we talk about methods to success. And this is earned success. So the first one we already talked about, and that's you have to work. You have to work at what you want to be good at. You cannot be a great shooter if you don't work at being a great shooter. And I'm not talking about going out and just shooting a couple rounds here or there. If you want to be a great cook, you can't be a great cook if you don't work at being a great cook. If you want to be a dancer, you're not going to be able to get in front of 20, 30, thousand people and dance if you don't work on the craft of dancing there are too many people out there right now some of them are probably listening to this podcast who believe that you are good enough you should never be comfortable with where you are in your skill level your skill level should always be a push upward i have said it a million times to many different people A lot of times, the biggest enemy of being great is being good. If you want to truly succeed, if you want to be the winner and not just one of the guys that gets the Constellation Prize, then you have to strive to be better than the rest. Now, notice I never said be perfect because that's not what you're reaching for. Perfection is almost impossible. What you're reaching for is better. Every day you wake up, you should work 
to be better than what you were the day before. If you are seeking success, if you wake up every day and you have something that you're striving to be successful at, and instead of you actually working to be better at it you just tell yourself well i'm good enough i'm okay i know enough to do this i know enough to do that then you have basically settled for good and by all means if you want to settle for good go right ahead nobody is telling you to be great However, don't get upset when others are great, when others do outshine you, when others do show you up, when others do make it look like you don't know what you're doing. Don't be mad at them because you didn't try to be better. Now, the next one is a really big issue, and that's understanding the difference between busy and effective. I had an administrator one time, and he told me a story about two farmers so in his story he was explaining that you could give two farmers the exact same equipment and sometimes you'll have one farmer who'll work all day i'm talking moving around up and down the fields every time you look outside they're just busy 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 but at the end of the day when it's time to look at the work that's done they haven't achieved anything you see sometimes you have people that will constantly move they're always doing something but nothing that they're doing is actually moving them towards their goal that's not a method to success when you want to succeed at something what you do is you take steps towards that particular thing one of the things that i try to explain to people about my method in approaching accomplishing a goal is i take little situations and win small victories and each one of those victories adds up to the ultimate goal that i'm reaching for don't be like the first former that i talked to you about don't be the one that is moving around all the time but not gaining any type of ground one of the statements or one of the sayings that we utilize all the time is we love to say that somebody's talking a lot but aren't saying anything. And that's the part of this process that you don't want to fall victim to. Now, the next thing is, and really it's the next two points, everything is not for you. One of the keys to being successful is realizing where your strengths are. You're not supposed to do everything. And I know that's hard for some people to accept, but you're not supposed to be a part of every process. And even if you are a part of a process, sometimes you have an expertise that you need to focus on as opposed to trying to do everything that everybody else is doing. I'm a music guy. Music is my thing. If you ask me anything about music, I'm all in. Whether it's playing music, whether it's singing, writing, whatever the case may be, engineering, whatever it is, I'm in. But I can't draw. Not only can I not draw, but I am actually horrible at drawing. So I'm not going to jump up out of my seat at the first assignment that has anything to do with art. Because that's not my thing. I recognize that that is not my strong point. I'm not good there. So you need to accept that in yourself. There are some things that you're just not good at. 
And you don't need to go running behind them because you could very well be a failure at whatever that project is. Now, I'm not telling you that you can't become good at those things, but that means that you have to go back to the beginning of the process that I was talking about. And you've got to work towards it. You're not going to wake up one day and just be good at something that you want to do, which leads me to the next point. There is a difference in being willing and being able. There are some people out there that are willing to jump up and be a part of anything that shows up. And that's a great thing. If you have a project and you want willing participants to be a part of your project, then you want people that actually care enough that want to be a part of it. But what you don't want is you don't want people that are willing to be a part of it, but they're not able. You see, you have to be able to do what it is that people are asking you to do. So if I'm looking for somebody who can drive overnight, that means that they're not falling asleep. That means that they're actually able to stay focused and drive. If you know that you can't do that, why would you ask to be a part of that project? If I need someone who can landscape, I need somebody who can go in my yard and have a vision of what it is that I want to accomplish, that they have experience and the capability to actually make the image in my yard that I want. If you can't do that, then don't jump up to do it just because you want to be seen as helpful because you're not helping the situation you're hurting it that's another reason why people fall victim to not being successful because they insert themselves into situations that they truly don't know much about now the next point is a big one it's time management some of the most unsuccessful people are people who are always rushing always running and always late. What that says about your character is that you have absolutely no control over your surrounding whatsoever. You have to be a time manager to be successful because in order to be successful at anything you have to map out the process of which you are going to take part in leading yourself to that success. All of that has time elements. I see people all the time as a manager, late for work, late for work multiple times in a week, late for work multiple times in a month. Then you look at the rest of their image at the job and you see a lack of care and compassion and consideration in the area of managing their time. It is vitally important. If you want to be successful, you have to be a good time manager and you have to take time into consideration when you make decisions now the last two points are really really clear one is don't be so soft don't be so emotionally tied to the journey because the road to success is layered with failure you are going to have situations where you are not going to succeed on your way to the top you are going to have situations where you're going to find bumps in the road that might push you back a couple steps but you can't be the type of person who just crumbles at the first sign 
of defeat. One loss is not the end of the world. And trust and believe, on your road to success, you will lose. I referenced the Michael Jordan documentary at the beginning of this podcast. Do you know how many times Michael Jordan lost in his career? Before he became the great basketball icon that we all know him to be now. People have to accept that in order to succeed, you have to fail. Because failure leads to change. Change leads to growth. And growth leads to success. Now, my final point on this subject is don't give up. You cannot be someone who wants to succeed, but you're not willing to see the job through. Like I said on my previous point, you can't crumble at the first sign of failure. But even in a loss, even when you see that the the numbers are against you, you have to keep pushing. I'll tell you this story that just happened two days ago. Me and my son were sitting in my studio and my son was playing a game while I was doing some work on the computer. And on the game that my son was playing, he began to lose. Not only did he begin to lose, but he began to lose largely. He looked at me and he said, Dad, I think I want to play a different game. And I turned to him and I said, son, listen, you can't give up simply because you're losing. Sometimes you lose. What you need to do is play through and continue to play and learn from the mistakes that you've made in your loss. People who have succeeded in life, who have earned success, have learned from their mistakes. You have to do that. If you don't, then you will doom yourself to repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again. All right, well, that's all I got for you guys this week. Understand that success is a major factor. I could probably put a whole hour into talking about the road that leads to success. But again, we want to make sure we keep rolling on this train that's leading to the new you. So tune in next week and we'll have the next step on recreating the individual. We want to make sure that you guys are elevating. I know that there's a lot going on out there in the world, but the truth of the matter is we can't do better until we are better. Take care. I love you. Peace.